Thanks for listening to the Football Index Edge daily podcast. Before I crack on, let me just tell you a little bit about Index Edge. I've been looking through all the dashboards this week, creating videos explaining how you can delve into the data a little bit further. And what I've found is that there are so many different ways that you can find value on Football Index using the different dashboards, the master table, the different tables on there. And now we have the community side of things as well, which just makes the platform even better because you have quite a lively, upbeat community of traders on the Discord which I really enjoy engaging with. Uh, we have a good laugh in there as well. So, yeah, I just say get yourselves involved. I was on about all of this to my mom yesterday, and she says to me, Tom, what are you doing? I'm not interested in signing up, but other people who listen to your podcast might absolutely love this platform. Let them know about it, and she's completely spot on. So if you're not already, then sign up. Get yourself a two-week free trial, and we'll see you on there. So thanks for listening to today's podcast, and I hope you do enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Index Edge Daily Podcast. Just a quick episode today. The last three episodes have been a lot longer than usual, so I'll be providing a bit of a recap on the Football Index market and talking about a few of last night's games as well. Yesterday was a bronze day, only two matches. Leeds United won 2-0 against Crystal Palace and all of uh, the winners yesterday, the matchday dividend winners were from Leeds United. And I think one of the main things to have a look at on Football Index, when you're looking at teams and players uh, for earning matchday dividends, it can be really interesting to have a look at possession stats and also shots per game because if a team is having a lot of shots and they're keeping a lot of possession, that will usually mean that that team is going to suit the matchday matrix quite well. And Leeds United were actually... Um, they actually keep the possession, keep possession the fourth most out of all teams in the Premier League. So 57.7% average possession for Leeds, which is really impressive. And they're also fifth when it comes to shots per game, um, averaging 14.4 shots per game, which is pretty good as well. Um, but they are 10th in the Premier League. And the reason why they are 10th and not high up is probably just because of their weakness in defence. So they have conceded 38 goals this season, which is the third highest of all teams in the Premier League. And so um, that sort of possession and the shots on target, but then uh, with uh, the goals conceded on the other side, sort of balances out resulting in them being like mid-table at the moment. Uh, but yeah, a few of their players did play well yesterday. So Liam Cooper, uh, Liam Cooper with 103 passes. He's hit a score of 189 to earn star man. Stuart Dallas with 78 passes, takes top midfielder. And Rithvinia on a few set pieces with a score of 128, takes top forward. Goalkeeper win yesterday for Meslier as well. Quite enjoyed seeing that uh, dividend win for him because I did tip him on YouTube a few weeks back when he was 50p. He's now up to 80p now, so quite a decent rise for him. Um, hopefully one or two people saw that video. I maybe bought into him at the time. Uh, I wish I had it done myself, but there we are. Um, and then the other game last night was Atletico Madrid versus Celta Vigo. That was a 2-2 draw. Luis Suarez actually scored two goals, played the full 90 minutes, but he actually only hit a score of 110, which is pretty poor, really, from Luis Suarez uh, to hit uh, only 110 with two goals. But as I've said before, he's not particularly good for matchday dividends, although he did earn dividends only like a, a few weeks ago. So it's weird with some of these IPD players. Um, it just really depends on how involved they are in the game, I suppose. In terms of football index as a whole at the moment, we've seen a bit of a pullback on the prices because the market was really gaining some momentum, confidence returns, there was some positive sentiment. But prices have dipped a little bit over the last week or two. We did see some big drops in the likes of Mbappe down around 25%. I think Sancho dropped around 20% or so. Um, and a few other players did drop a fair bit from their temporarily 
high peak prices that they did hit. Um, but like if you have a look at their peak prices, actually like over the last 12 months, it is still a lot higher than what it was only a few weeks ago when they did uh, rocket up in price. So I feel like a lot of people will still be hanging on to some of these players and expecting them to grow a lot further over the next few years. And what we probably saw over the last week or two was just people selling out because they maybe bought in at £4 and then they're selling at £8. And that's a, that's a great deal, really. Um, other people probably just thinking, right, positive sentiment has returned. This may only be temporary. And then they start to sell out. And then it kind of becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. Um, when people start to sell out because they think it's going to be a temporary rise, and then it actually does become a temporary rise because people start to sell out. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. But I just think at the moment, you're going to have players rising a lot and then you're going to have a bit of a pullback. The prices are going to drop a little bit. And then the next time that the players rise, I imagine they'll go even higher than they did the last time that they rose in price. So I think that is quite exciting. And over the next few weeks, I just think um, we'll probably see another big rise at some point, but then it might drop again. And we're just going to see that for a few weeks, to be honest. That, that's my guess anyway. Uh, things right now do seem do seem pretty stable and like the prices haven't declined as low as they previously were. And it's quite nice just to have that um, that rise like last week because we haven't really had that for a very, very long time. And it just kind of shows how there is still potential uh, to make money on Football Index. And I think when we had that period where for months and months, we pretty much just saw a drop after drop without any big rise at any point. That was just a really depressing time in the market. And I think that was more difficult. But at least now we have seen that it can go back up. Um, and I think it will go back up again at some point over the next few weeks. Um, in terms of my own portfolio, what I've done today is just put in a lot more offers on my players because I think if they get to a certain price, I'd be happy to sell because I just think it's going to be quite a volatile time for the next few months. And the offers that I've put in are considerably higher than the current prices now because I don't value my players at their current prices. I don't even really value the players that the offers I've put in. I think they are more valuable than the offers I've put in. But I'm just guessing that we're going to have more of a roller coaster ride over the next few months. And if my players hit the prices... Um, that I think are at least decent value, like not not too bad. Like I take that for a player, then I'll sell him. That's why I've put the offer in, and then I'll probably buy back in if it drops again. That's what I'm doing at the moment. I just think we're going to see a lot of fluctuations until there's more money in this market. It's sort of inevitable, and these drops, nothing to be concerned about. Just zooming out and looking at the bigger picture and looking at where we'll be in maybe six months' time. Uh, where we'll be in 12 months' time will probably be even better. And then a few years down the line, and you know these prices now are probably going to look silly. So, yeah, I think you just got to trade in and out of the, the price fluctuations for maximum returns. But if I wasn't so active on Football Index, I definitely wouldn't even put the offers in. I wouldn't even really care that much about these day-to-day -day price fluctuations because I am confident that in a few years' time, you know, you sit on these prices now and you're going to be making some really, really great returns. So it just depends on my personal preferences, how much time you have, how active you are on Football Index and so on. And we'll see how that goes. So, yeah, that's it for today. Thanks for listening as always. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.